0: Da 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 You are the spell that you're casting, baby. You are the spell that you're casting. You are the spell that you're casting, baby. You, you are you the spell that you're casting. You are the spell that you're casting. You are the real that you're casting, baby. You are the real that you're You are the real that you're casting, baby. You are the real that you're casting. you're casting baby you are the real that you're casting you are the spell that you're casting baby Sparado projectile. I'm gonna say hi to people and see how many people say hi back. Hello. Hi. Hey, there we go. That's one. That's one. This one is a riff that
1: uh
2: been bumbling around in my antenna through the years.
3: loving the theme tune it's
0: great
1: what you just heard right there was a voice message from bedtime stories podcast that was in response to a theme song I left for them a week or so ago check them out bedtime stories podcast Also, we heard a little giblet uh, near the beginning there from John Garside from Forgotten Tales while he's out there in the streets of Whittier, California. If you'd like, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. Perhaps that's how you're listening to it right now. If you're listening to this on Anchor, uh, if you Perhaps you have the app downloaded In which case that means you can collaborate with me If you like You can go to my podcast within the Anchor app And there should be a little spot on there that says message You can press that button Leave a message for me and I'll put it on this podcast That goes for any of you who don't have Anchor too You can email me at projecto at gmail.com send me your audio files send me your found poetry, send me your grocery lists you can read them send me your child speaky gibberish send me the sound of a street musician out there in the alley send me the sound of your cats talking send me the sound of you eating your cereal up close send me your music I'll credit you I'll do it I'll do it so you don't know what's gonna happen next you just never know Everything. anything.
0: Well, he nodded.
2: Here's an oldie, but a goodie. What keeps me alive? What lets me breathe? What lets me cry? What lets me grieve? What is up its sleeve? Can I count on better than me
0: To teach myself true bravery How can I best be How can I best be me Great unknown You have shown me
1: today, which is kind of odd, addressed to me uh, by, named, by a guy named Mark Phillips, who lives which is kind of interesting uh, that I know my brother and you live near there. Um, and it's uh, awards from JPL uh, actually to a guy named Paul Van Dam uh, JPL uh, Flight Project and NASA Headquarters uh, and it's I don't know. It's like a box award set for someone else, but double packaged and sent directly to me. Um, so I don't know what that's about. Anyway, kind of weird uh, universe thing. All right, bye.
0: Hi, it's Mickey Dolans here. You're listening to Inspirado Projecto.
2: Um, the main, the overall, the main overall theme of this podcast is that it's um, embracing the the act of creativity, the process of creation. Okay. So it's very sloppy, very stream of consciousness, um, very schizophrenic at times because, you know, it's, it's my way also of being able to utilize characters and stuff that, you know, I would previously just do with my friends or my family you know and so it's such, because it's such a fun intimate kind of thing whatever ideas pops in my brain i mean it's like you know a lightning bolt for like this one is filled with a bunch of riffs a bunch of songs on the ukulele and guitar that just pops into my brain and i'm like okay you know what let's let's explore this in real time
3: Right, so this is kind of like a journal. This is kind of like a way for you to get anything that you're coming up with, all your creativity, to be recorded in some way so that these ideas just don't disappear off into the ether, right? You need to have That's a record. That's a great right?
2: way of putting it, yes, because I used to write down in, in the books, um, and I'll still bring this book with me because I, I like to draw on it. Um, so I used to write down the ideas, or sometimes I would just record it into my regular just recording app or whatever, um, but the thing was is that I would find that it would just get filled with so much, you know, all that information would just get filled on here,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and the whole idea is to take that and then just, and then plug it in my computer, you know, and put it on, on the hard drive or the C drive or what have you. Um, and then f- for a future, you know, because everything that I'm doing right now is a, is a gift for my future self, you know, so he has, he's able to look back on this archive of what I've done throughout my life. And so... I realized go you know, the whole idea was to take those ideas for future things and put them in. Well, I found out that I was hardly ever using those. And as soon as my buddy Lawrence told me about this app, I'm like, okay, this now becomes because now it's trapped, it's encapsulated, it's a time it's a time capsule. That's now in here for this particular moment in time. You know, and it's timestamped. You're never
3: gonna forget that. Like with a notebook, obviously you've got to recall what day you put those ideas in there. But not only that, you put something in a notebook. That's great to put your ideas down. But then, how do you share that with people? Right? That's for you, that notepad. And unless you take it and physically show it to someone, it's the only way they're gonna get to see it. So recording something and having a method of easily sharing that, yeah, it's fantastic.
2: Well, it's Plus it could be overwhelming to look at all the stuff in your notepad in front of you and go, okay, I just see a bunch of fragments, a bunch of rem- remnants, all these little things. How do I either A, make sense of this, or is any of it worth making sense of? Or, you know, there's always those, those crazy battles of like, you know, what am I gonna do with this information? How am I gonna connect the dots? Yet with this, if this, if the root of what this is, of what's going on with this, is basically a digital sketchbook,
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, and plus, you know, there's this, there's this whole revolution that's coming about called ASMR. Have you heard of that? No, I haven't. I haven't. Audio sensory. I forgot what the other ones are, but basically the idea is that, the idea is that. Thank you. Dig so it. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, the whole idea is that... Pardon me. So it's, it's sounds that are designed to be heard in headphones. Okay. So it's sounds that are designed to be... Do uh, you want to sit here? It's sounds that are designed to be heard in headphones. So, um, oh, here, let me screw this over. It looks like you're wedged between the stool over there. Oh, <laughs> um, But there are sounds that are designed to be heard on headphones. So, like, th- these... Um, these people on YouTube I noticed they'll use these microphones that are like surround sound so they'll go behind this side, go around that side and they'll crinkle like maybe a potato chip bag or or girls will paint their nails and stuff like that or the right, right. All, all those little tiny little tiny or take a comb and go through each tooth and so it's, it's playing with the senses of the ears and really getting you right there intimate with it and a lot of it is whispering too a lot of it is whispering so they're like okay I'm going to give you a massage now? Where Let's get those shoulders going. You know, and so there's a lot of, it's like a lot of calm things. Close your eyes, that person can be right there with you because
3: you've got surround sound in your head,
2: right? Yeah, oh yeah. And so it enables you to... You know, visualize this thing that that's that's going on, utilizing just your ears. You know, we hear about eye candy all the time. Well, there's that ear candy, and now it's like, ooh, I can I can I can see that those jelly bellies, you know, as they're going and crumpling, you know, crunch it around. Ooh, I can see those potato chips. Ooh, I can taste those potato chips. Ah, yeah, yeah. So there's a whole community of that. So I figure since there, I figure that since there are those who I figure that since there are those who do appreciate that, I, I like a lot of times I'll add ambient sounds or I'll have, uh, you know, just the 30 second sounds of, of sitting in an elevator or the close-ups of the gears of the escalator as we're going up. You know, right. little
3: things like that. Will you put that in afterwards or you try and capture that stuff as you're going?
2: Oh, yeah, I'll catch that stuff as I'm going. Right. And I also utilize this as a way of being able to capture my synchronicities, too. So anytime a synchronicity happens, I'm like, oh, this synchronicity just happened. Here's this crazy thing. I just dreamed of it earlier today. Bam, it's happening now. This person just said this thing. And then a lot of times a synchronicity will happen while I'm in the middle of actually recording something, so then I'm actually, so then the, the listeners able to actually witness and, and and feel the impact of that synchronicity as it happens in that moment, so it's it's being able to document those kind of magical moments in life.
3: Right, 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 I mean completely unscripted, <laughs> yeah. nothing, nothing, completely unplanned, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's fantastic, it's interesting that someone would usually sit down for a podcast and say okay this is my theme <laughs> that's right, that's right. I've, I've watched something or experienced something and now i'm going to talk about it i'm going to review it i'm going to i'm going to go over something that i experienced mm. and i'm going to share that all with you and it sounds to me like you're trying to actually capture life live in mm-hmm, a way mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know and try and say this is you know your experience the listeners experiencing it with
2: you yeah sometimes yeah, yeah. right and yeah. i love that freeform way of, of Thinking. That's thank you, thank you, because I realized if the attention is put on, you know, because it's so much. My, my dad and I have frequently talked about the paralysis of analysis, you know, and I, I'm sure that's a phrase that's floated around out there for a while. Um, that idea of paralysis of analysis, of, of going, I want to create this thing, but I've talked about it too much, or I've thought about it too much, or I really want it to be perfect, and I'm scared, I really want it to be polished right when it comes out of the gate. Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing is, sometimes we forget. That there's that sloppy period. It's a, there's that period of being okay to kind of like, you know, stumble around in your pajamas and you know yeah. you've got wrinkles in your shirt or whatever.
3: I, know, I mean, when you when you have an idea, that first kernel of an idea, with endless possibilities of what it could become, right? is so exciting oh yeah but then when you start to then plan things and think about it and then re- reality creeps in and then there's suddenly there's restraints and things like oh well have i got enough time to do this or have i got oh. enough money to put this together who am i going to collaborate with but going back to that first original spark of when the idea first came to you you know it's endless what you could do with it
2: yeah and then it, and then it, um Now, imagine, like, capturing that original idea for that spark or just those few chords for a riff. Um, Those now become, well, documented because now, in a sense, it's copyrighted, right? Isn't it in a strange way? It's copyrighted now. And then on top of that, it's a little gift for your future self to be able to... Okay, it's a way to chart your progress of, of a project. Maybe there's a riff that you did... Three podcasts ago and you go, hey, let's let's play with that a little bit more. Let's play with that a little let's throw some lyrics in there. Ooh, ooh. And then while you're playing that, you're like, what the hell? We just went into a chord that I
3: never knew was there. Right, right. The other great thing about creating stuff, especially music, is when it just kind of flows through. If you know how to play an instrument, you pick it up, you just start to play. Who knows where these ideas are coming from? They're coming from somewhere, right? And if you get that stuff recorded, you're just playing, you're not even thinking about it, just playing. And then later on, you can listen back to it, hear something that you really like. And it's almost like someone else wrote it. You know, you just, oh, yeah. you're listening to a recording of someone playing, even though it's you. And you can hear something as a listener and think, I really like that. That's cool. I'm going to work on that. So you can kind of say, well, it sounds like I'm
2: taking something from someone else, but it was you that came up with it. And it's, that's, that's great. And, and, and it's exciting, it. too, because it's a wonderful exercise in authenticity and pure intention and motivation and, like... Like it's it's a well it's an audio visual 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 way of seeing. Okay, I planted these seeds. Let's see how they grow. And who knows? Maybe there's something in there that'll inspire someone who's listening to it that goes, "Ooh, I've been having a hard time for a song. That'd be a great transition yeah. for my song. Can I utilize that? Let's collaborate. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like that'd right. be a kick-ass.
3: And someone else listening to it will maybe pick up on something that perhaps you didn't. Mm. You might record a whole bunch of stuff mm-hmm. and pick out a couple of things that you you like but somebody else might say there was this one thing that was awesome that was great you know maybe you should work on that and you think okay all right maybe I'll go back and revisit that and and have a think and maybe I could rework it in a certain way and that's the thing with 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 sharing your podcast the way that you're doing in that with a notebook no one's going to see that unless you show it to them but with a podcast everyone's listening to it they can kind of put their input into it and pick out things that maybe you missed
2: it's fun too because people are now uh, sending me because I got the I got the email address Projecto at gmail com. So anybody can send me any sort of audio, whether it's music or whether it's, um, I mean, them reading their own poetry or the sound of their dogs, you know, speaking gibberish to each other, <laughs> and all of that stuff, is for this. It's like um, I always play with the, I always. Do you, remember, do you ever listen to Dr. Demento? Do you remember that guy? No, no, no. Well, it was a radio show where he just put the most obscure sounds on there. Uh, uh, Weird Al Yankovic got his start on there. Another one, rods Bussa. Dun, dun, dun. And it's just him. And he's in the bathroom, and he's playing a an, an accordion. Yeah. And it's just, that's it. And then it started. And that was the whole thing that started. So, um, uh, and then, like, Orson Welles, how he likes to play with audio. You know, is it real? Is it not real? Um And then the aspect of National Lampoon, which was those guys were putting together skits and stuff like that. So I always like to say that Inspirato Projecto is like a cross between all of those kind of put together, you know, into this podcast. You kind of blend them together. But I mean,
3: you you, yourself, you're not just a musician. You know, you, you write, you're an actor, you film stuff, filmmaker, I guess, as well. Comedian, I guess, you know, funny guy all these kind of things. How can you decide on one path to take, and, and how do you control? There must be so much coming out and pulling you in so many different directions. <laughs> it must be difficult to try and think, what am I going to work on today? Yeah,
2: right. yeah. It's, it's tricky. It's tricky because I, I always have, like all ideas that I have down in my notebook, those are so precious to me. Those are my little children and I feel such guilt if I'm not giving them... Oxygen to breathe. If I'm not giving them a chance to to grow, and there's a lot of them, you know. So it's like there's an obedience. I, I, I if there's anything that I feel um, tied to or feel uh, like, what's the word I'm thinking of? Um, what's that word where you feel like you're accountable? I'm accountable to these ideas, and and it's sometimes I'm like. I feel like you know, I, 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 I must get these things done because otherwise the, their feelings will get hurt. <laughs> do you feel that way too no, with your ideas? No, you mean, yeah, you gave birth to them, you've got to feed them, right? <laughs> yeah, They're your responsibility it's now, so tough, okay? Dude, right? It's so I know true. what you mean. But would, <laughs> so, I mean, What a great way of
3: putting it. Do you, do you feel that um, most of your time is directed towards music, would you say? That most of your ideas are musical-based? Or would you say that you share most of your, your, your ideas across... A larger spectrum of creativity.
2: I think a lot of a lot of different things. Because um, a lot of times in my brain, it's you know it, it happens to everyone. However, um, a lot more lately, I've been noticing it's like a true choose-your-own-adventure. Path, you know, I'm like, okay, bam, okay, here are these five things. Okay. I which path am I going to go down? Yeah. You know, right now. And yeah. so, lately, I've really been trying to give much more of a, a value, a, a higher value to just whatever my heart wants to go in in that mm-hmm. second, and try to be as tuned into that as possible. So sometimes, sometimes it's a strange character, you know, an idea for a weird skit, you know. And normally, I would I go, oh, here's this idea for a skit, and did it, did Now, I just act out the skit. If I got the if I got the podcast, I suddenly my. Just start talking like a, some character, and all of a sudden, this new thing emerges. You know, um, and so I'm allowing. I'm allowing, rather than being being put like maybe in a mental institution or being diagnosed for, who knows what. This now becomes sort of the the uh, the therapist, I guess, or the uh, yeah. the canvas that I'm throwing the you know that the Jackson Pollock painting. That makes sense.
3: <laughs> yeah. How do you feel about like when you think about your brain and how it comes up with ideas? Do you feel that your brain is fast. Do you feel that your brain, let me try and explain Like what I mean. Do you feel that your brain is working faster than say most people? A, a non-creative person or maybe someone that gets up and goes to a steady nine to five job, maybe an accountant or some someone like that, kind of a, a dull sounding mm. job. Mm. And then someone like you that is just bursting with ideas. Do you feel that your brain is moving really quickly and you struggle to kind of keep up with it? or? to you mm. is that the normal speed and everyone else is super slow <laughs> you know?
2: it's so interesting you say that because I think because I spend so much time I've truly I've truly, like, like actually become what I envisioned that I would one day be and or do which is actually just making a true living and just doing creative things if it's not uh, the wedding video editing then it's the Otley Crew stuff if it's not the Otley Crew stuff like recently I did some camera work for um, Operation Tone Up so it's great. So I can actually truly now say that I'm that I'm living an artist life now. What goes along with that is that I'm home, you know, a whole lot. And so what goes along with that is that I, I spoil I spoil my heart in, in the um, artistic directions that it wants to go in. And so because I've spent... I, 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 I let it off the leash and I just see, okay, where do you want to go? Lewis and Clark, where do you want to go? Let's just you know, let, let's go in that direction. You're asking me for a direction? Let's go that direction. Or it goes, we want to go here. And I go, okay, let's see where are you going, where are you going, let's see where you're going with that. And so um, I think what's tricky is that because there are so many ideas, I want to give such, a, um, I have such an allegiance to them that sometimes when I'm talking with people, it's, it's, I speak very, very fast sometimes. And I think sometimes it's tricky for folks to keep up with what I'm saying, which is unfortunate because Here I'm giving this message, obviously I want it to be heard and I want to have a discussion about it, so I'm learning to slow it down and not be afraid that the ideas are just going right past me. Right, but I mean the opposite scale of that, and I've suffered before when I've
3: sat at home and thought, I've got nothing, I've got nothing right now, I can't think of anything. I can't think of a, a project to work on or some music to to do uh, that happens and that's a horrible feeling for someone that that likes to be creative that's that's a horrible horrible feeling and I'm, i'm guessing that you're lucky and that that doesn't happen to you often it sounds to me like there's always a fresh idea on the way
2: yeah and i think plus too ever since now that i got into this habit of making the podcast it it it's ever since i give every idea that's on the tip of my tongue a dance floor to to just all here's all the elbow room there. Go ahead and break dance. Show us show us what you got there. The backspin or <laughs> the centipede or windmill, and so I just I just give it you know because I, I give it what it wants to do. Um, now now when I don't have the podcast running, all these ideas are coming to me. So I'm I'm either writing them down mm-hmm. or I'm ta- talking out loud to myself a lot more. Um, I would say a, a thing that would help a lot is. Ever since my car died, I've had to take public transportation, so I'm in the buses, I'm on the subways, I'm out there in the world talking to just tons of people all the time, and um, as a result of just just being out there, walking around, being near nature, being, you know, foot on the street kind of thing, you get a lot of ideas that way, too. Yeah as yeah. well.
3: So if you see someone interesting, like a stranger, would you approach them? I've been doing a lot more lately. Uh-huh. Really? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Have you had any, any interesting encounters
3: that, doing that?
2: I interviewed uh, um, a girl who's working at this place called Liberate Emporium, and they had all these great stones and crystals and all this stuff. They had practitioners in the back who would teach it, you know, about uh, past life regression and how to, um, uh, you know, Reiki healing, all kinds of stuff like that. And I was looking around, looking around, and I was and just looking at these stones, and bam, I look at this one stone. And it's called the Rainbow Moonstone, and it's for synchronicity. And I go, I'm, I'm getting this. I'm going to get this thing. And so I went up and I had a discussion. I'm like, okay, since I'm talking with you, let's make a podcast. Huh? She's like, oh, yeah, sure. So I interviewed her. We were talking about synchronicities. She was telling me about what she loves about synchronicities. I was telling her what I love about synchronicities. We were talking about the Rainbow Moonstone. Ever since I was a little kid, I was always fascinated with Roy G. Biv. The fact that you can make a name out of the rainbow. Roy G. Biv has always been such a fascinating thing. So this rainbow moonstone, I'm like, oh my gosh, that is so cool. And just the way that it looks, okay, okay, I'm getting this thing. But it was great to be able to learn. Every person now that I walk down the street is a new possible like just treasure trove of information that I can learn from it's crazy now that just how different I'm looking at my at my world it's now like a video game or it's like a cartoon or something now every person has now become a possible guest on my you know I mean this is a radio station that I'm taking with me so to speak it that, that yeah. blows my brain
3: right right and a lot of people like their own little bubble they like to stay contained in there they don't want anyone to penetrate there but It it is fascinating out there. You do see people walking along the street and you think, I want to know what their story is, right? But so many people are shy or they wouldn't have the courage to just approach a complete stranger and say, hey, can I talk to you for five minutes? So if you (laughs) do have the courage to do that, oh my God, the kind of thing, things that you can discover,
2: right? It's so funny too, because like this podcast has given me the license to to do that like this is my magic wand now this is now like yeah abracadabra Mm -hmm. and um and i wave it near this person and they're going to give me this extraordinary information (laughs) and it's some people really want to tell their story
3: some people want to be heard some people would say hey no one's ever asked me about myself before everyone's always talking about themselves right so someone comes up and asks me about me yeah
2: hell yeah i'm going to talk to them and It's fun too because every Uber driver now. I get in the car. I get this running right before I get in the car, and I'm interviewing them. I'm, I'm like sitting like this, so, and I'm pointing it at them. And this is this has a pretty good microphone, especially within a car. In there, it, you know, it's made for uh, keeping out sound, so it's kind of like a sound booth. So I could, and I just point it at them. I'm like, oh, t- tell me some more about that, you know, or what are your passions? What are your talents? So I want to get them, get their mind out of the car, out of the vehicle, yeah. out of this hamster wheel, and into that thing of like oh I always loved doing that oh I you know and getting them talking yeah, reminiscing nobody about this.
3: was born to oh, I want to grow up to be an Uber driver right have <laughs> right, right. got other kind of dreams going on mm-hmm. so That's cool. what about your bandmates have you interviewed any of those guys they I've been interviewing
2: those guys more stuff. and more yeah um, I'll do back uh, like behind the scenes stuff with those guys like Paulie will be doing his his saxophone scales and I'll record that or they'll be doing some silly thing and I'll just you know put the microphone in there and get them get them talking <laughs> the tricky thing is to like if anything embarrassing is said I delete the recordings mm-hmm. However, what I I only ask them permission After I've already recorded it Because that way I can get a candid Honest uh, so uh, Appearance If somebody
3: knows They're being recorded, right They're going to act A little differently, mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. I get
2: that and, 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 well, you know Once again That idea is to p- Implant the listener Into that live experience So, you know I'll go Okay, stop And I go You guys, that was awesome What you just said There's nothing embarrassing What you said It only, you know Enhance the charm um, of your personalities. Can I keep it on my podcast? Because if I hit, if I hit yes right now, it's going to be into the, one of the segments. Yeah. You know. How
3: else are you truly going to get uh, honest reaction from someone if they know they're being recorded, right? And they think, okay, someone's going to be listening to this at some point. Better watch what I say. Or I have to be smart or witty or funny. You know but uh, yeah if you record someone and they don't know they're being recorded that's you're recording them you're recording their, your experience with them and yeah the listener's gonna feel like they were there hanging out with you that time right
2: and, and the thing too is that this is like this has been pushing me to get away from what like I should say leaning more into I'll put it that way but leaning more into just the groove of just being in that moment and rather than trying to I don't know sensationalize a moment that's happening in time um really get close to a purity of the now you know yeah. it's really trying to it, it's really get me into the now a, lo- a lot
3: well it helps for like someone like me who has a pretty bad memory <laughs> so everyone says hey what did you do last week because i've got my family back home in the uk i don't speak to them every day i speak to them once in a while and the first thing they're going to say is hey what have you been up to what are you doing these days and I'm trying to recall all this stuff that's gone in my life, and there's some pretty interesting things that are happening, but just trying to recall all that from memory, it's difficult to, to store all that stuff in there. Especially, you know, you have one incredible thing that happens to you that's going to stand out. Mm-hmm. But, you know, lots of little cool things, you know, you just they're in there somewhere, but you kind of tend to forget them recording something like this, is you're always going to be able to look back on this two years from now, five years from now. You can look back on that, listen to something, it'll take you right back to that moment and all these memories will come flooding back. You're like, you're creating nostalgia here for yourself. In <laughs> that's, later right. Life. that's right,
2: that's right. Uh, long ago, um, I can't remember when the revelation first struck me, but I, it, it dumbfounded me that idea of people being in their deathbed, you know, their final days in their deathbed and all the regrets they're thinking about, all the stuff they wish they had done. And I brought myself to that place, to that future self, and go, okay. I want to give him good stuff to think about while he's laying there. I want him to have fun memories. To go, you know what? I, 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 instead of going, instead of like living with the regret of, oh, I wish I would have done this, or why wouldn't I just get up on that open mic and go ahead and sing this song, or, you know, let's give him gifts. Let's give him like things so he's happy about the decisions that he made in his life and go, okay, I made that decision, but I can't go... I can't constantly take a crap on that and you know, for the rest of my life and hold on to this grudge. Let's let's do this thing, get it over with. We know it's an experiment because <laughs> you don't know what you've carved until you start carving. So I might as well start carving and see where it ends up and go then I look at it, then I go, Oh, look what I've drawn, you know.
3: That's smart. That's really smart. I mean everyone knows how bad regrets are when you look back and feel like you've wasted time, you know. So for you to look ahead and say, What will I regret? What do you think I'm going to regret? And then you can go, right, well, let's, make, make, let's sort it out now. Right? Oh let's gosh. make sure that doesn't happen now. And a little exercise I do from time to time, it's, I don't know I feel like I'm crazy um, when I do it, but I kind of think like, let's say something bad happens to you, like you, you get into a little car accident, and you always look back and you say, oh, I wish I could go back like 10 minutes before that happened and I like, would do something differently, prevent that from happening. Sometimes I'll sit there and think, okay imagine I just had something bad happen to me, but then I was able magically to time travel back to this point, before it happened, how happy I would be that I'd erased that bad thing from my life, and I would be super happy right now, and I kind of like pretend like something bad that hasn't happened to me, incredible. has been erased from my life, incredible. and then it kind of gives you this injection of happiness. Oh my god, it's incredible. Even though nothing really happened, That's right? astounding.
2: It's so you're giving yourself that, that opportunity to choose a parallel universe yeah. version. Yeah. yeah. And I'm kind of saying, right, let's pretend that I've just
3: traveled back in time and I've erased it from my memory, the bad thing never happened, and now I'm just going to carry on with my life as if that bad thing never happened.
2: And then I'm like happy for the rest of the day, right? It's brilliant because it's giving yourself permission to redefine an experience and go, you know what, man, I'm co-signing on your decision. You go ahead and you, and you, you erase it you, like it's a race board, let's draw something else in there, something you're satisfied with, keep that picture in your brain.
3: It's, it's kind of weird in that you're imagining something bad that hasn't happened to you. So like, think, think of something awful that could happen in your life. Right? <laughs> think about it and then give yourself just a minute to imagine that it has happened. Oh my God! You start to feel really down. Oh my God! That you know, if you had like a, a pet that died or something. Oh, oh yeah. my God! I feel awful right now that my pet died. And then you can tell yourself, hang on a second, that thing hasn't happened, and then cheer you <laughs> yourself right <laughs> up. It's <laughs> oh <my laughs> <God, laughs> great. Br- that's brilliant.
2: That's an awesome way of like, of reality hacking. Like the idea of even gratefulness too. Reality
3: hacking. I like that. Oh, that's a good term.
2: My buddy Bob Pagani he coined that term because he's he's like a, a media hoaxer. Okay. Oh, yeah. So he uh, he was friends with uh, Andy Kaufman, and he's friends with Alan Abel. Alan Abel did a lot of media hoaxing way back in the day, and so uh, Alan Abel successfully faked his death over the course of a weekend Andy Kaufman found out about this through Bob and Bob goes okay let me introduce you to this guy so Alan Abel taught Andy Kaufman everything he knew about faking his death and he grilled him and grilled him and grilled him and grilled him (laughs) so this is one of the big reasons why one of many reasons why people think that Andy Kaufman faked his death so Bob Pagani continued doing these crazy media hoaxes like he he and Alan did this hoax where he was an out of work truck driver named Bob Pagano, and uh, they went to this little tiny town and um, what it was was a publicity stunt for a book that this motivational speaker. So he paid him two thousand bucks, and he goes, "Whatever you don't spend here, you know. Obviously, you know, I'm going to pay you to do this stunt. I'm going to give you whatever, you know, whatever you don't spend, you keep the rest of it." So what they did was they they went into they knew that there was a, a lottery that was up in the air, you know. Okay, this lottery ticket, someone won. They go into the small town, and Bob. You know, whispers to the, to the, uh, to the owner, uh, to the owner of the manager. He's like, okay, listen, please don't tell anyone. He's like, but I want to buy everybody's dinner in here. And there's probably only like 12 people in there, right? So, and he had 2000 bucks in his pocket. So it's like, <laughs> okay. so he's like, I want to buy everybody's dinner here. I just won a lottery. Okay. But please keep it on the down low. Where's your restroom? Oh, it's over there. Okay. So he's like, okay, I know that this is going to start getting through, squawking and squawking. He said by the time he got out of the restroom, there were two camera crews. (laughs) They all interviewed him. And the whole publicity stunt was that he's like, I found the winning numbers inside this book. I found it in this book. So the whole thing was publicity stunt. So people bought that book and go, ooh, ooh, I need to get that book. So he's like, oh, yeah, I found it in this book, in this book. And and, like, you know, I never would have thought something like this would have happened. So they realized that the, that the, that the, that they, that they I guess they didn't make the announcement for the winner until after the weekend. So they had that whole weekend to play with this thing. Good book sales that weekend, right? Oh my
3: god! <laughs> I mean,
0: that was the
2: great
3: thing. Cause it went <laughs> <laughs> skyrocketed yeah. with these and book even sales. If these guys find out eventually that they've been had, there's no hard feelings cause they all had a free lunch, right? Yeah, <laughs>
2: absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. They all got a free lunch. Yeah.
3: Yeah. That's a great idea. That's, I, I like that kind of stuff, you know, and you see these practical joke TV shows and stuff like that, but like this stuff that's like
2: in real life. Yeah, that's funny. And, and it's not—it's not you know making anyone look, not embarrassing anyone. It's not put going a hey look at this idiot. You know, a little it's bubble not, pops up. You know, it's yeah. some. It's not mean spirited. Yeah, you know? it's not mean spirited. Yeah. It's just pure uh, pure imagination. You know, it's just pure playfulness and imagination. Yeah.
3: I love stuff like that. It's inspirational. It is. It makes you think, that, you know, how much time that you can waste if you just have a 9 to 5 job if that's your life, you know. And I I've been stuck in that for many years because you get to a point where you have certain bills you need to pay and Obviously, everyone has rent to worry about and things like that. And you get used to living a certain way of life. And if you take a nice holiday and go somewhere fancy and all that kind of stuff, you get used to that way of life. I mean, suddenly you're stuck in the circle. Well, I've got to go to job, got to go to work to afford all this stuff. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But um, there's a whole bunch of people out there just living life in a completely different way to the rest
2: of us. Oh, team. yeah. It's oh, yeah. fascinating to see that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. It's it's so fun just to think like, like, for instance, um, there was a. Oh, OK, hold on. I'm going to hit stop on this and I'm going to continue to record because sometimes when people call while I'm in the middle of a podcast, it hangs. It stops the podcast. I'm going to okay. stop this while we're while we're ahead, but I'm going to come back for sure.